the culture. This all the other one was entertainment, but this is also a blend of entertainment and education as well. Because yes, as part of, when it comes to finances, I do think besides my family, that's the second most important thing in my life. I try to keep you know stay financially literate. Um, as as I grow up, you know what I mean. I try to keep myself in line with my age. So, and I know you're very well um, inclined in that. So. Tell us how you first started getting into financial literacy. Bro, so honestly, I was always kind of into stocks. Actually, if y'all remember Roommate from high school. Yeah, yeah. He's the one who put me on because he was really? in stock and he was making mad money with it. So yeah. he's the one who kind of showed me like, yeah, bro, start investing. But I didn't really take it that serious. I started taking it serious when COVID came and I got laid off. Luckily, I only got laid off for like two days and I was back. Where were you working? Where were you working at? I'm still working there. I work at Subaru. And oh, but you got laid off and rehired? Yeah, bro, in two days. That's, that's, that's clutch. <laughs> Dude, I, I was like, less up, bro. Yeah. I know people are still unemployed. That's just crazy. Yeah, man, seriously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And so, and so then did that, when did the page like come? Because you have that one, two, three investments on Instagram. When did that page come? So to, to- that one came because I kept getting a lot of questions like, yo, what are you doing? Like, how do you do it? So I was like, you know what? Let me start something where I can teach people how to do this for free. Right. So for now, I haven't been posting on it because I got something different I'm trying to create because I didn't like how I was delivering content to people. I yeah. felt like it was mad choppy and stuff. So I'm finding a different way to deliver. So it can me be personally, I, I really liked it. If, if it means anything, yeah. I, I really enjoyed your videos. Like mm-hmm. it was it was just kind of cool to see someone else doing something that I do in a different way. You know what I mean? Because you yeah. can always think what you're doing is the best. But if you're not tapping into what other people are doing, then you're not you're not going to learn anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love how you really broke it down, though. Like you started from the fucking beginning. Like, what is a stock? What is a bond? What is an ETF? What is a you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, you know, like when I was investing, I didn't know what to start like. I was investing in the stock market and I barely knew what the stock market was, but like, I barely knew what it did. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I feel like it's a thing where like our parents, well, maybe not our parents, but like, there's a lot of people who like stay away from it. They think it's a gamble and things like it's a scheme, but it's really not. It's there to like really help you if you understand what's really going on with it. Honestly, bro. Especially like in our generation, the way money is set up, bro. Like the cost of living is getting expensive. I don't care where you're at. Like even in Georgia, even in the South, it's getting expensive. Places are buying up all the land in New York. If you want to live in New York at this age, bro, like if you're not planning something, there's, you have no chance. It's no, it's, it's not that only if you're not planning something, if you're not a celebrity <laughs> of some sort, if you're yeah. not, you know, you know, like a multi-millionaire yeah. at this age, bro, you're not living there comfortably. Yeah, it's Mm-hmm. You can get a studio apartment paying three grand a month. Like, what? Like, come <laughs> on, bro. And then, and then, and then they'd be like, they'd be like, but the the um the wages be higher up there. <laughs> the way, the wages are the exact same. They're just yeah. To you know what I mean? It's, the it's proportion is just proportionary to the cost of living, and it's <laughs> like, bro, in today's world, like, dude, if you are not paying attention to where your dollar are going at a younger age, because like every generation had it easier before us. Because mm-hmm. like money meant something different. Imagine a hamburger was five cents at one point. <laughs> yeah. That shit, you go to places, you buy a five dollar hamburger, and that's cheap now. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mean shit too. Yeah. And you think there's you think there's anything that yeah. you can buy for five cents like in this world right now? 
No, no, no. <laughs> you know, it's funny, like cents and pennies almost mean nothing now. Like there's there's no purchasing power that they hold. Like I was I was telling somebody that the other day, like like I I, I think changes. Oh, I'm underrated for sure. Um, yeah. When it comes to quarters and dimes, though, like when it comes yeah. to nickels and nickels and pennies. I'm not, I don't care about, I don't care about nickels and pennies, but they're almost, they're almost like useless, really. You, you know what? Actually, I want to ask y'all, what's the brokest shit y'all ever did? And I'm going to start. I used to be living at that little coin machine with the, you know, what I'm about? the yeah, coin machine, you, you take all the, the, hell yeah, you take all your change, Patrick, before every oh, yeah, football game, yeah, yeah. I would gather all the change in my house, all the change in my car, and <laughs> I would take that shit on Friday cash that shit in one time i came out with 60 bucks Dang. wait what wait what coin machine the coin machine the little coin thing at kroger yeah kroger oh i've never been there before you've never cashed in coins nah no well i i mean mm. i collect coins and my mom just gives me cash but now nah, i've never been to the one oh Damn, bro, you gotta do that just for the experience i'm telling you yeah <laughs> you'll start I might, I might those little that little 22 cents you get in change, you'll stop throwing that in the, you feel me? I don't even, honestly, I don't even think that's broke. You got to give me another one. That's just, that's just smart. That's just being smart. <laughs> okay, you gotta, okay. You got to give me, you got to give me some Another broke. one of the broke, the brokest shit I ever did, man. Like, it, I definitely feel like it comes on with a date with a girl. Oh, bruh, a lot of times, and this is like, this is reoccurring. A lot of times, you know, girls will want to go on dates, right? And you got to choose between gas and that date a lot of times. So, like, I've picked girls up and the tank is on E and they'll say something like, yo, Kevin, that your tank is like empty, bro. You need gas. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, does this motherfucker want to go to the movies? <laughs> like, if it's either we go, do you want to go to the movie <laughs> or do you want to know my gas tank is full? Pick, You got to pick one. Like I used to really be on that, bro. And to the, and I'm not gonna lie to this day, but my girlfriend will still be like, Kevin, you need gas. Yo, we're going out to eat at that place you said you wanted to eat at. Did you go look at the menu? <laughs> like, bro, 17. You you see 17 next to a chicken sandwich that we could get for five dollars at Chick Fil A. That's Kevin. The place is 20 miles away. You got 17. Don't worry. Oh about yeah, it. but you know you got to know your car though, Eric. You feel me? You got to know. Every dude knows his car. Men know their car really well. Side note. Side note. What's the lowest y'all ever let y'all <laughs> tank go to? Two miles. Two. Oh, that's Two so miles. nice. That's good though, Eric. My but shit. Time... <laughs> Pat, go ahead. No, I was gonna say one time I was like, mm -hmm. I was probably like 10 miles away from um quick trip because i had to get to the nearest gas station but i was on zero like i was on zero 10 miles away from oh so i drove 10 miles on zero Oof. that's how low i've got my tank <laughs> Damn. My, so what my thing starts doing is it starts doing this you feel me it doesn't go on zero the the, the a bar just comes up and starts doing this past a certain number so for me when that happens i'd be telling people in the car don't worry we got about 20 we got about 25 <laughs> left you know well the average like average because zero isn't the lowest that your car goes yeah, it's and it's bad that i know that but yeah. like you have an average of 10 miles after it hits zero Yo. to um to get to the nearest gas station okay because nigga, if, if 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 zero was the last leg boy i would be stranded places <laughs> a lot. every month every month you ever told someone bro i can't go because and you didn't and like they asked you why and you ain't want to tell them it was gas 
like that's the big one for me, man. There's been so many times, niggas like, bro, pull up. We going um to at- Atlanta, bro. We finna get crazy. I'm like, mm, bro. I guess Nick ain't talking. You can scoop. Yeah, bro. I be, hey, bro. I just don't feel like making that drive, man. Like honestly, nah, bro. People used to ask me like, like Patrick, why are you getting scooped? Don't you got a car? I'm like, yeah, but I'm not trying to waste no gas, like. <laughs> That's <laughs> and the thing is, niggas without cars don't understand that. No, like, they're like, bro, I'll be driving everywhere. Yeah, like, niggas bro, without cars, they'll be like, bro, I can't wait to get my whip. Okay, get your whip. It costs <laughs> like, money to drive places. <laughs> yeah, you niggas with co- who've had cars like their whole lives know, like, I'm taking the scoop every single time. <laughs> every single time, bro. Yeah. My no, parents be like, they, yo, you want to come out with us? I'm like, who's driving? Yeah, Who's no, driving? bro. I bet. I'm down. <laughs> Let's go. Absolutely. No, you love you start to love going places with your parents because it's their they're driving. Oh, bro. And then once you especially if you're going to that restaurant, because, you know, they paying too, and they're paying with food. Hey, but, but when you were a kid, you were mad as fuck, though. Exactly. Yeah, you, you ain't want to go out to eat. I want to go. I want to go. With my friends. Yeah. I'm 21 now, bro. When I my mom, let's go. We'll Every opportunity to go out to eat. You're like, I will. Let's go. You start I'm suggesting, there. mom, we should go eat at. um. <laughs> But um, in my tank too. What's um, what's what's your broken story, Eric? What's the broken it story? had to be getting the um popcorn containers out of the garbage at the. <laughs> oh, it bro! It has to be that. Bro. Oh my! Oh my! Eric, did it? It did. Did it stop for popcorn? With y'all, we were getting the cups. Oh yeah, I did the party <laughs> drink. Party drink. Mm-hmm. You take her to the movies. You say, oh. "Hey, bro, you want? Don't worry, we are gonna find the seats, and I'll get the snacks. Just tell me what you want." You she say, said, "I'll be right back." She said, "I want popcorn, drink." Okay. All That's right. crazy. She come. Oh you know, you know, God. you know, you know. She's the one though when she's like, "Oh, babe, I'm down." Like when you <laughs> tell her that you finna oh. get it out the trash. Oh no, you can't tell them, Pat. That's no, no, but but I mean, mm-hmm. if they find out and they're like, "Oh, bro, I would have been on that." Imagine, yeah, I have never received that. She's a keeper, but I never tell her. Yeah, (laughs) received that. Got you a large popcorn, large drink. What's what's funny is when you was in the bathroom washing the popcorn thing, and someone came in and they was like, "Yo, what you doing? (laughs) Mind your business." (laughs) You was just like, "Yeah, nah, bro, I I dropped the thing on the floor, man." Yeah, you know what's crazy? I know the employees used to get suspicious, (laughs) like, hmm. Why is this so clean? Like, why is there not one kernel in the bucket? For real. You drop your popcorn every time you go. <laughs> nah, what we used to do with the cups is we'd come back and rip the cup and be like, man, we had a spill. It ripped so we can get a completely new um drink cup. Oh. Cause you can clean the popcorn, but the drink cup is a little sus. Like, yeah. yeah. I never thought about that. We would rip the cup. What if I'm niggas the- taking the lids and the straws? What would you what would you tell if one of your niggas took the straw out the trash, bro, and started drinking out that bitch? Bruh. Bro, just ask for a new straw. Damn. The thing That's is, funny. the thing is with that shit, bro. Like at 21, I still be tempted to, man. Like you, bro, did, you ever, <laughs> did you ever work up the courage to ask someone as they're leaving the theater before they threw it away? Oh, actually, no, I never have. Eric, did you I was thinking, I was thinking about it and I was like. Oh, I'll get that shit out the garbage, but but like I just see people, I'm like, damn, bro, they still got popcorn. They about to throw that shit away. I'd be too nervous sometimes. Like yeah. I'd be like, bro, I don't know what this nigga's gonna think if I ask him that. <laughs> like I'd be thinking the worst. This nigga talking about something. Hell no, broke ass. <laughs> nah, but hey, you never know. Maybe they get out the garbage too. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Cause definitely, if someone asked me, I definitely wouldn't be too. But I think 
I think the story, man, you stole mine. So I, I got to think one, the only one I can think off the top of my head is one time I owed both these uh, dudes 15 for a Super Bowl win. And mm-hmm. I took every last coin that I had and I put $15 in a plastic bag <laughs> and I handed both of them their money and it was just full of quarters and like $1 bills. Like it was a lot of money. I think that's probably what, it, but that also just ties in into, like you said, like the, or like I said, the smart thing. Cause I just wasn't, even though it's still money I had, I wasn't okay. finna cash up them. I wasn't finna take cash. I had in my wallet to give it to them. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. the principle. You know what I mean? Going through the couch pillows and shit. Yo, yes, bro. <laughs> I'm going to Patrick mom. went to his mom's car and picked out the ashtray. All the <laughs> I probably did, bro. This was 11th grade, so I honestly yeah. wouldn't doubt it. Damn, bro. Yeah. So, but now, so knowing, I guess, these humble beginnings that we all have, quote unquote, what mm-hmm. makes, what like, what about that makes you want to like be strict, I guess, and disciplined with your finances? Cause like a lot of people our age are like, bro, like, why well, give a fuck, nigga? Like, I'm gonna get a job. It's all gonna be cool. But like, what makes you care about that shit so much now? Honestly, I always just wanted to be able to be like free and not have to worry. But it escalated much more when I went to Miami because we were staying in a, uh, it was like a apartment type thing. And people were staying there for vacation, but people were also living there in the middle of downtown. And the way you can tell is like, you have a wristband if you're visiting or if you're staying, you ain't got nothing, you're just chilling. So I'm like, damn, I got a wristband. He's just chilling. Yeah. So how do I get to where you're at, where you just chilling? Because I know money for <laughs> you if you're staying here. Yeah. Does that make you like, do you feel, do you feel driven by materialism or what, or, or something else? Cause like, for me, it's a balance. Like sometimes I feel driven by materialistic shit. Like I want to have a nice house one day. I want to have a nice car, but I always got to snap out of that and be like, nigga, it's not even about that. Like definitely definitely balance because I do want the nice car, the exotics and all that shit but i also want to be able to say like yo if i don't want to work today i ain't got to work today we good facts facts that's the thing i think like at our age because sometimes like i feel like the people who start their own stuff kind of are down on themselves like when they go like three four five days even weeks without touching their stuff that they like you know created they haven't been consistent as they possibly can but i feel like at this age we just have to set the alley up for ourselves. You know what I mean? Like we just have to set ourselves up with the opportunities. Like if you, if you, if you started investing last year and you only have $50 in your account, don't worry about it. You're 21. As long as you're continuing this while you're 23, you already set yourself up two years ago. You know, you have the knowledge, you have the money in there. Just continue and strive onto what you, you know, created. So that's how I feel about it. I think like you, and that, that, that leads onto what you're saying. Like if you set yourself up at this age, at age 30, you could possibly be like, I don't want to work today because you set yourself up when you were 21. Yeah. So I just feel like this is the time where you have to just set yourself up. All right. So we're talking about setting yourself up, but niggas our age do a lot of dumb shit. So they do. What, what do you think is the dumbest shit? Like what, from your y'all's perspectives, where do you think people are fucking up? Like big, like you're like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Shoes, bro. <laughs> Oh, I have a I I have a story about that actually. Kevin Go ahead, actually, Pete. Um, Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So this is when I probably had I there there was actually no charges on my uh, credit card at this at this time. 
but I was on a trip with Kevin and I had $200 in my bank account. And when I get around Kevin, Kevin kind of like is a catalyst for me spending money. I kind of spend like probably five times more than I would by myself. Right. And so we hit this one store called Soul by Style. It's like the shoe store. And I'm like, man, like these fucking, um, like these space gems are crazy. Like these shits are so, I've wanted space gems like, like all my life. Ever since I knew about Jordan, those were the first shoe that I ever wanted as far as like a retro. So I was like, damn, like if I could only get these, I was like, wait, my credit card's at zero. Like I have no credit on it right now. I might as well just go crazy on them. And then I looked at this other, I saw the um, metallic purples, the fours. Yeah. And I was like, those shits are hard though. And then I was like, bro, if I have nothing on there and this would literally only be half, why not just get both? And I was like, bro, give me both of these in a the size 10. And he yeah. was like, both of them? I was like, yeah, both of them. And it came out to be like eight, knowing damn well I didn't have eight, knowing damn well. But I thought about it. I was like, well, I'm just going to make it back anyways. And so I bought both of them. And yeah, I bought both of them. I was down eight. Fortunately, I did make it back when I got back home. But that's easily the stupidest thing I've ever done with shoes, bro. That's easily the stupidest <laughs> So yeah, uh, I used to I used to want to invest in shoes because like I found myself making a bunch of dumb decisions when it came to shoes and not even just shoes, nigga. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I feel like it's clothing and just outer appearance. Like everyone wants to look good and nice stuff, but aren't focused on like, yo, what did it cost you to get that shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? And can you make money off of it? So like when I was buying shoes, I realized, oh fuck, if I keep on this way, I'm always gonna be broke. Cause I'm going to be spending two, 300 on shoes. So mm -hmm. I might as well start trying to flip them, but flipping shoes is hard too. Niggas don't realize that. that. Yeah. That's yeah, not easy. as easy as it looks, bro. It's not nearly as easy as it looks. like kudos to any dudes that can actually flip shoes, but like, Nate. huh? Nate. Yeah, Nate battle. Yeah. Uh, Josh, Josh, the heat plug, the ATL plug, Josh Quadri, he'd be flipping them joints. Man. Oh yeah. But, but me, for me, for me, I think the dumbest shit I see niggas do when it comes to finance, bro, is they don't, is damn near just not planning your shit, bro. And like, not like not knowing what's good and bad as far as like, yeah, just not knowing the good and the bad shit. Like, cause for example, credit card bet, that's bad debt, Patrick, just cause the interest rate is really high. But like mm -hmm. college debt isn't the worst for you or getting like oh, a definitely mortgage, not. or getting like a home and getting like a mortgage. That's not bad. Like getting a bank loan for a house is not bad debt. Like mm -hmm. you got to know what's good and bad for you. So like for me, it's always been like, OK, if I cop a pair of shoes. OK, I may spend my 200 now, but if I sell that shoe for 300 later, that's not the worst decision in the world. Or like if you sold your space gens and shit like that. So I think. I think appearance is the dumbest shit people spend their money on. Yeah. Everyone and I was, I'm definitely a victim. Yeah. No, I'm definitely a victim. It's just because I've like, that's one thing I take like very seriously, bro. Like I love my clothes. Like <laughs> I love my shoes. Like I love yeah. my accessories. Like I, I really, I really genuinely do love that shit. Yeah. So it's like now it, it hurts. It's like, I, I was at um, JCPenney's yesterday and I seen these, uh, these Celine glasses and like, I was literally contemplating buying them, knowing, knowing I shouldn't buy them. But, and that's literally all I've been thinking about these past couple of days. I'm like, bro, how can I get those glasses? Knowing I don't, like, I can't really get them. <laughs> like, you don't but, even need glasses, nigga. Like, you're, you know you're what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's how it gets. Well, it's tough. Honestly, I gotta say the dumbest shit I did was, although it was a goal, it was getting my car. 
I gotta say that was like the dumb. You think it was? You think that was dumb? Yeah, because I had, I I kind of go back and forth with it, but I had I've had three cars. I had my Dodge, but that got totaled out, so I bought a Hyundai, and then I bought the WRX. But I when I bought the Hyundai, my mom co-signed on it, and the, I wanted her because she wanted a new car. So I was like, I know she's good either way. She's gonna be able to get one, but I know how she is, and she's like. She wants to know everything's lined up before she even goes to the dealer. Like, I don't even got to worry about them saying no or anything. So I was like, I got to get off of her off of my car so she can be good and her credit score will be good to get into her car. So I went and bought the WRX, but I could have got someone a lot cheaper and nicer. But I was like, fuck it, and bought out. Mm. You have um, a nice car, though, man. I actually haven't seen your car. car. I love you know, it. He has a nice, uh, what the Subaru WRX, it's like a race car, Pat. Yeah, it's yeah I've so never seen it before. Fun. It's so much fun. But I feel, I feel everyone has that advice of what, like, you know, you just gotta get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A car is probably gonna be that for me because my car is fucked. <laughs> like, Eric, my car is fucked. No up. cap, bro. I've been hearing your speakers too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm listening to music in the car. <laughs> Thank God. Bruh, them joys. If my car is so far, and I love, I love my car. I love every car I've ever drive. I, I treat cars like people, but someone crashed my whip, and ever since it has been fucked. So I feel like when I graduate college, that is probably the first thing I'm going to do is probably buy a car. And cars, you know, they lose value very, very fucking quickly. But I think I will say though, in the sense of cars, though, I think one thing our generation will be able to do is buy electric cars. And electric cars last longer. They go for 300,000 miles. And if you can See, get that's charge, like, hmm. like my car, my car is a manual. I guarantee a lot of people don't know how to drive my car. Yeah. And I feel like our parents, they all know how to drive a manual. Yeah, my mom knows how to. It's going more to electric than our regular gas motors. Yeah, I really and want to buy an electric giant. I want that Tesla. No, that's literally, that's, that's my like dream car out of college. Like my dream car altogether is probably like a, like they have this like Rolls Royce truck, like a, it's almost like as big as like an Escalator, like a um, <laughs> Tahoe. Yeah. But that's like my ultimate dream car. Really? Ew. I like sleek stuff, Patrick. I want the, they just came up with this Porsche 911, the Taycan. It's an all electric turbo. Oh, really? Oh, I've seen a lot of them. I want, that's what I want. Now, obviously, I don't know if I'll be able to afford that out of college, but definitely dream car someday. Porsche, easy, for I need sure. A Huracan, you need a oh yeah, bro, yeah. A Huracan would be so tough. I need one. And bitches be so like, I kind of do fuck with like like low cars because that shit like literally probably like skids the road. Like that's how low that shit is. Like them what? shits are fine. What is the that? What? what? Oh, that's a Lambo. Yeah. Hello, yeah. fucking. Air. They have like the Urus and they have the Huracan and they have they have something else. I think. Aventador. Yeah, Aventador. Yeah, I be. The only reason, literally, I know these these names is because rappers just be saying it and they lyrics. <laughs> this is facts, bro. Yeah, when that's I how I know half these cars. Maybe said that shit in blind um blindfold, right. Ventador twenty twenty. I ain't having a choice. Yeah, right. I'm right. telling you, bro. But yeah, um, yeah, that shit that shit's crazy. But um, as far as your like financial literacy, I know you're into stocks. I don't know if you're into options, but we'll get to that later. Um. When it comes to stocks, for people that don't know, what is like your process in picking a stock? And even though there's not a perfect stock, what does your perfect stock look like? 
really is something that you know. And I feel like a lot of people just invest because someone else is telling them to invest. But like, y'all got Nikes. Everybody got a pair of Nikes. We all know what, we all see the Nike commercials and they're more of like community-based, like helping the community-based commercials. So we're like, okay, Nike is, not only are they giving you good sneakers and apparel and stuff like that, but they're helping their community. So people are going to be buying more of that product. You're going to be like attracted to that company to buy more and more of their stuff because of what they're putting out. So instead of buying their shoes and shirts, instead pay, take that $120 and buy stock instead. Yeah. We, we all have closets full of designer brands or whatever, maybe not designer brands, but Nike, Adidas, Polo, and all that stuff, instead of keeping on buying those clothing, buy investments in that too. Because I guarantee you that stock is going to keep going up because people are going to keep buying Jordans. People are going to keep buying Yeezys and all stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So like, do you do, do you feel like you do a lot of research when it comes to what you choose to invest in? Or is it just as simple as that with what you know? Sometimes it's a lot of um, research because like Tesla, that one's a difficult one because of how volatile it is. Because when you invest in Tesla, you're investing in the cars. But Tesla also has like the, um, the solar panels, SpaceX. Yeah. But you're not investing into that. You're only investing into Tesla as the car brand. True. So for that, you have to really do your um, research on that, on something like that mm -hmm. to be able to come up with that's a safe investment for your money. Yeah. What made you decide? Because with your page, you're very transparent. What made you like, and that's rare, like that's very rare. Like a lot of people have YouTube channels and stuff and they'll, they'll maybe suggest people towards a stock, but they won't show their portfolio though. Cause it's like, mm -mm, they want to be selfish with their earnings. And so what makes you transparent? Like what made you decide to be that transparent? Because I want people to know, like, I'm not trying to like fuck you over. Like, this is what I'm doing with it. So if you want to take that advice, go ahead. But this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to show y'all how it goes. Like, I don't know who, if it was you or Pat, but I posted it. Um, I was investing in Twitter. Mm -hmm. And one of you guys was like, why Twitter? And I was just, that was just one yeah. that I kept watching that stock. And I bought it at 51.93. And I think today it's at $64. It is at $64. I actually put in the Twitter after, because I'm the one that asked you why Twitter. Yeah. And after the explanation, I bought some Twitter. But so, but aside from stocks, you've talked about bonds, ETFs, and, and you've talked about index funds. Do you invest in anything outside of stocks? I'm looking for some ETFs because mm -hmm. I mean, explain that for the people who are watching, by the way. So the biggest ETF is probably SPY, the um, SPY 500. Basically, that's the top 500 traded companies in the United States right now, all put into one ETF. So the reason it will be so good to invest in something like that if, is if you can't just pick one single stock. So instead, you invest in a whole bunch of stocks. And instead of uh, if you invest in Twitter and it goes down 8%, you lose 8% that day. But if you invest in an ETF, one stock goes down 8%, another one goes up 10%, it evens out. So you don't lose all your money. So mm. it's, much, it's a much safer investment for a beginner. Right, right. So is that, that's pretty sounds so, but ETFs are like the an industry, correct? Yes. Like you can choose like the medical industry and like invest nope. in that. Right. Okay. Versus like an index fund is like an S&P 500 is the top 500 companies, regardless yep. of industry. Yeah. Right. 
Okay, I see what you're saying. How about have you looked into bonds and stuff like that? Not really, but bonds because bonds is really like a an IOU kind of. So like basically you're giving a company, let's say a thousand dollars, but you have to you can't get that back for a certain amount of time. So whatever it's like five years, ten years, you can't just pull it out. So mm-hmm. it's, either, it's not even guaranteed that you even get that money back. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. It's basically yeah. if they turn and make money on that, then they pay you back your initial investment plus whatever they made on that investment. Really? And then they can lose all the money. Yep. Yeah. I was in an interview with a company and they asked me, Kevin, if I was 60 years old and had a million dollars, what would you put my money in, in terms of stocks and bonds? And like, so bonds is supposed to be the safer way, but I didn't know you couldn't get your money back. If they don't make money. You can't, it's like a contract type thing. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, and it's just like, because like, even though like people would try to say it's like equivalent to stocks, at any moment in time, you could take your money out of a stock and you could have that 20000 you put into that one stock. Mm-hmm. You put that 20000 into a bond. It's not like you call Delta like, yo, Delta, I'm going to need that 20000 or like 5000 out of the 20000 bag. Yeah, they got that shit. You're not getting it. They're using it to invest in whatever they need to invest in, their okay. research and development or whatever. So yeah. it's basically an IOU after a while. Okay, I see what you mean. How about have you looked into Forex? A lot of people have been telling me to look into Forex. I don't know too much about it uh-huh. yet, but I it's something I want to try to get into later. Yeah. But it's not something I know too strong on right now. Right. We did an interview with an uh, individual in Forex that may come out before yours or after yours. I would suggest that you watched it because I just watched it the other day. And even when we did it, Patrick, we learned a lot. And then I just watched it yesterday when I was editing and I learned a lot from watching it. And like, from what I can take away right now, not to spoil the video, but like, I realized everything, every industry you want to get into as far as investments, whether it's real estate, foreign exchange, stock market, whatever the hell it is, it was going to require some level of work if you want tangible results. So you, and then there's also some level of learning involved with each one. Like no one was just born with knowledge of real estate. They don't even teach that shit in schools. So you have to take the time and you're probably going to have to lose money to learn regardless. So like, even with Forex, obviously people are skeptical because they're like, why am I paying $300 for a fucking class? But it's like, dude, you're probably going to lose $300 investing in stocks to begin with. You know what I'm saying? So you got to choose and picking your, your losses. So but that's the that's thing too. Saying. People would rather go buy that three hundred dollar pair of Jordans and not three hundred dollar class to invest in yourself. And that's Absolutely. the mindset of people that we kind of got to change. Like invest Absolutely. In now. Absolutely. I don't know if that's a thing that'll ever change though for people, Brad, because it's like. It's well, not- I think I think it's starting to become more clear now. Like for the reason that, yeah. like, you put your three hundred thousand into something and you're really really smart about it, that three hundred could be turn it to 3000, you could take 300 out of it and then go buy those Jordans. Like you don't have to be this, like the perfect investor and put all your money into something and not touch it for years. You could be the semi smart investor, put your money into stuff just so it can grow to a certain extent and then take some out to buy the things that you want to buy. You know what I mean? Like that's the reason why money grows. Like your money can't grow in your bank account. It's impossible. It's, it's not just it's facts, bro. I it's literally you working hours through through whatever investment bank you're from. You're literally working a job, except exactly. for you're not working at all and you're not moving a muscle. That's that's, that's all it is. With the spy index, like okay, if you put your money in a savings account, typically an interest rate is gonna be like one to two percent return on it. 
Mm -hmm. SPY a year is at least on average 8%. So it was like, okay, well, why would I leave my money in a savings account where I'm going to get a return of one to 2% when I can put it here and get 8%. Facts. And the bank's making money off of your shit too. They make hella money off of your shit. They're investing it. They're throwing your shit around. They just keep that number in your app. So you think you're cool. Like it's crazy, bro. There's this, um, there's a show I watch called billions. It's called billions. And it's about to do named Bobby Axelrod, and he owns um um he owns an invest he owns an uh, like an investment um bank, but um he wants to have a a retail bank like he, the whole show is basically about him not the whole show but the end of the show he's trying to be an owner of his own bank because he realized how much money the people in the banks are making, so that just that just sums it up for you the people that have those investment firms are not making as much as the people who own their own banks like Charles Schwab or all those people because bro. imagine a bank if you really think about it a bank is the funniest idea in the world i'm i walk into a building and just hand them my money and say Not hey man you. yeah hey man i'm saving please you know hold my money and before the fdic insured it right to two hundred thousand dollars, there was mm-hmm. no guarantee you were getting it back oh, right yeah. so you walk to a bank you hand them their money and guess what they do they walk right back out at the back door with your shit and go spend it because they know this nigga put it in a savings account. He's not even coming back for, he's not going to come back for months, if not years to touch this shit. Exactly. And he's just going to keep bringing me money. So exactly. imagine you were at your house and a nigga came to your house and said, Hey bro, here's $10, bro. I don't feel like spending it anytime soon, but I may come back for it one day. What are you doing with that $10 nigga? Yeah, I'm probably going to spend it. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay, let's take his $10 and shit. Maybe if he needs $10 one day, I'll give it back to him. Exactly. If he asks, and banks are so smart, there's even a limit how many times you can transfer from your savings to your checkings every month. I remember I was I was transferring shit. Bank of America hit me up. It was like, ah, oh, bro, you got six times to do this shit, bro. Mm-mm. We don't even I feel see, like giving you your money. I'm just saying, my savings account's a checking account because I did that shit too many times. You feel me? And it's like, dog, banks are so smart, nigga. You're literally they're sitting. They're just sitting like this all day, all day. They're sitting like this. Yep. Someone comes in and says, here. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. And then it's Bye-bye. like, oh, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, and if you ask for it back too much or too many times, we're going to shut the fucking account down. Yeah, we're right. using yeah. your shit, nigga, chill. Exactly. It's like the friend that gives you the Xbox for <laughs> for a week. You feel me? And you're you're using it. You done plugged it into the wall, have it set up and shit. And then if they ask for you, like, chill, bro, I got you next week. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. And it's like you said, like that, the um, FDIC, like I'd advise anyone watching this. If you are a multimillionaire one day, if you have a ton of money, I'm talking about honestly, anything over 250,000 in the bank account, take that shit out. Oh my God. It's like, it's only FDI, FDIC insured is 250,000. So imagine someone has a million dollars. The whole bank goes bankrupt. You're literally only guaranteed 250,000. Not even that. I'd be trying to tell that Patrick. And then I'd be trying to tell people your money loses every day. It's in a savings account. Inflation is happening constantly. Even if it's a small rate, it's happening constantly. So 250,000 today will not be worth a lot a year from now, five years, from now, 10 years from now, it'll just keep going down in value. So I always tell dudes like investing is the way you recalibrate your money to the market. No. Whether you're gaining or losing, you're recalibrating your money to what the market is at the time. Mm-hmm. The and the thing is, like, like, oh, no, my bad. You go ahead, Eric. It's really the only way you can keep up with inflation. 
Because you yeah. just holding your money, you're not you're gonna lose every time. Every time, bro. And like, I mean, to to pick, piggyback off what Eric was saying, like with the the ETFs, you can put your money in an ETF and make you know eight percent. There's literally like there's a study that said like if you if you literally put any amount of money into the stock market and you literally just don't touch it for like ten years, you'll ninety nine point nine percent see a return in your money. Like it's almost guaranteed. Like I there's there's one there's one YouTuber I watch. And he had a um, he had a monkey pick a bowl of like there was like fifty stocks in there and the monkey picked three stocks out and he put twenty thousand into each stock and he checked them five years later and they all made money you know what I mean like yeah. a monkey picked the stocks for him it's <laughs> almost guaranteed it's money almost foolproof. You, you invest in the S and P bro you're gonna make seven percent every year on average on average That's on an, average. So what, what if the market has a good year? You're you're up, bro. Ten twelve percent possibly. Yeah. Exactly. Do you look at any cryptocurrencies as well? Eve? Dogecoin and Ethereum. I mean, not Dogecoin, but Bitcoin and Ethereum. Oh, I was like Dogecoin. Oof, that's oh. the. How do you feel about the? You no, know, how do you feel about the meme stonks? I'm in a little Reddit thing. I have a, I have an opinion on that too. Oh yeah, I'd like I'd love to hear you guys' opinions on it. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like that's what's fucking people over. Which people are making money off of, but it's like, okay, if you're mm -hmm. gonna invest, invest in what you know. Don't invest off of like, yo, so and so told me to put a thousand into this and it'll make money. And then niggas lose a thousand and now niggas ain't friends no more because <laughs> y'all lost all this money together. It's like, bro, but invest in what you know. Like AMC, that one just went to what 60, 70 dollars, and now it's back into the 40s. But what people aren't seeing is that nine higher ups of amc sold stock yeah and that tells me like all right they know that this price shouldn't be up here that this company is not worth 30 to 60 dollars mm. they're selling their shares why would i put my money into it damn yeah p no, i definitely i definitely agree with everything uh. that Eric said and i just have to i have to um i have mm. to pick back up what he said when he's talked about the the higher ups like these people are really making these higher ups rich by doing dumb things. Like, yeah. I think, I think it's, I think that AMC, like GameStop, uh, Dogecoin, I think these are all like, they're all useful in their own right. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like it's a great way to make money if you know what you're doing. Um, but if you're not, you should, you should just stop. But that's besides the point. Um, I don't know. I think, I think it's I think it's I think it's useful in 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 the stock market. I feel like it's like almost like a like a comic relief in a movie. It's mm -hmm. like, oh snap, like I can hop in and make, you know, 20,000 in a day if you know what you're doing. Obviously. And that's the thing too. Like you can, but people get greedy. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, I made a thousand. I can make 10 bands. And I see you know you're down. Then that's just gambling. You're just gambling exactly. like like you know, you're just doing educational gambling. You know what I mean? Yeah. LOL. It's funny. These meme stocks have literally changed. Like it's and it falls right in line with like social media and the rise of it, bro. It's changed. Like even the way like we, what we consider to be tampering. Like imagine Elon Musk will post something, Dogecoin, the rise, the rocket, and it'll yeah. boom. And it's like, yo, no one's thinking, hold on. Does he have shares of Dogecoin that maybe he's trying to make go up? And oh. so in my head, I'm like, is this not tampering? And he doesn't get in trouble for shit like that. But 
like you said, Pedro, these higher ups, they have the drop on this shit, bro. When y'all go do these dumbass, either y'all are pulling y'all money out of something because you're scared or you're you're following your feelings is what I say. Mm -hmm. You're following your fucking feelings instead of thinking rationally and what is like taking in the reality of what's actually happening. You will end up losing a lot of money, bro. If you can't handle your emotions, do not invest. Straight oh up. my god! Because <laughs> people will see, so people will see, bro. I lost ten bucks today. I'm taking everything out. Exactly. <laughs> you, but that happens though. That's what happens. Like when I first got in, Patrick, you put me on. The first day I saw we lost money, I called yo, hey, bro, <laughs> what's going on, man? Because like you know, we down like fifteen, man. I don't know, yeah. like. I think we should just go ahead and call it quits, bro. Let's just, actually just shut down the whole. The yeah, whole you feel let's me? Just, let's like, let's take our take our little win, and then we kept but, in what to like Jamie and companies like that. We ended up making some. Nice that's money. what I'm saying. Like you, you just have to look at like once you're in it for enough time, you're gonna realize those bad days are gonna be covered by good days ten times over. Because that's just how it, that's just how it works. Like that, you know what I mean? Like obviously, the people that just started probably this February. I, I do feel bad for them because literally oh. all they've done is lost money at this point yeah. and they really have no hope. But I promise, even if this lasts for the whole year, even if this lasts a whole year and through the next half of the year, like if it starts like say next March, like getting, making money, I promise they're going to see something that it's yeah. going to be so worth that year and a half. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, you just have to, you have to be really patient. Like Eric said, you just have to, Ooh, you just got to let it sit and forget about it. not forget about it, but just leave it. Let it sit. Keep doing yeah. the research on that company to make sure it's a good company is also, but let it sit. You know? Just let it sit. And, and that's why I tell, that's why the first advice they always tell you, Pat, you told me invest what you're willing to lose. Yes. Because there is nothing worse than yes. the investor. That's like, I was watching your video with Tamia and you said it on there. I posted it. It was like, yo, I got a hundred bucks in my account. I'm investing a hundred dollars. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> bro, people, people, yeah, and that's the thing. Like these people like that, have FOMO, they'll see, like, like you said, like, cause mm -hmm. AMC, I think it jumped 500 or no, $56 in one day. Cause it was at like, like 16. Then it went up to like, like you said, 64, mm -hmm. but people will be like bro like they'll see they jump that much like oh tomorrow like it's gonna go up to 70 i'm gonna put all this two like these two thousand dollars i have in all my savings and i'm gonna put it all in there next <laughs> day jumps. it goes down 13 percent, and you lost almost all the money that you put in now you look <laughs> and now you don't have any money to feed your family like what are you doing bro, man you know what i mean yeah and that's why that's why these um that's why these people who invest in these meme stocks honestly are smart the smart ones that, that got rich off it they take their initial investment out. This is what my dad taught me. Once I realized like you make a, enough money, you can take your initial investment out and literally just play everything that's in there. You yeah. lose all that. You literally lost nothing. You sure. lost nothing because you took out what you made, what you put in and you're just playing with house money at that point. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like that's literally just play money. So Damn. I feel like, I don't know. It's just so much that people just need to mm -hmm. stay educated. Like, on I feel that for the people that bought Dogecoin at 70 cents. Thinking Ooh, the shit was oh, my God. That shit hit 17 yesterday. Think how much they down. Yeah, bro. That's bad. Especially with those small ones. Because, like, that's when you lose big chunks of money. Because the percentages are wild. And you got mad shares, too. Yeah, you have mad shares, so it gets bad. But off the topic of investing, man, so what is y'all's goal in life then? Because obviously, you you we all want to invest to to get money, but what what is that 
end goal look like? What is this lifestyle that you live in? You said like, you know, not working, right? And stuff and being able to say, I don't want to work, but like, what does it look like in fruition? I guess physically and just mentally for you. I guess it's just being able to provide no matter what situation, knowing I got it and we're good. Mm-hmm. Being able to give my kids a better life than I had and really yeah just not working doing what i want to do being able to buy my time back mm-hmm. so you must not like the nine to five life i hate this shit, bro i hate this shit bro <laughs> i'm at it right now i'm sitting here in it right now <laughs> it's i feel like though i feel like the nine to five is a vessel that is underutilized for sure because oftentimes we shit on niggas oh he works nine to five most of our parents work nine to fives and were able to afford a decent life for us. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? And so maybe they didn't utilize it all the way, right? But definitely, I feel like our generation has the chance with all the accessibility of information. I feel like we can take the nine to five and take the capital from it and do things like real estate, invest in other areas mm-hmm. of our life and build real estates off of it. But I feel like we had, we're in this culture of niggas who are just like, ill. And I'm See, like, bro, uh-huh. That's the thing. Like, the nine to five, there's nothing wrong with it. You're making your money. You got to do what you got to do. So don't let someone shit talk you out of working a nine to five because, hey, you're making money. That nigga probably broke. Yeah, bro. You're going to be shit talking a nine to five. So it's that's- like, dudes rather be like, it'd be like, dudes rather work at like a restaurant than the nine to five. And I'm like, yeah. bro, a nine to five shitty. But if you have to work eight hours at a restaurant, that's even more shitty. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's okay at our age, but like in the future though, you know what I'm saying? It's just Yeah, no, like I've, I I I enjoy serving like from like age 18 to 21, but trust me, I don't want to be a server when I'm 30. You know what I mean? Like I don't those those $100 in tips that one night's not going to do me well when I'm 30 years old. Yeah. What's the worst so, job you guys ever worked? I've only worked serving jobs, so Oh, really? What's the rest, worst restaurant then that you worked that you like with the hell? Um, there was this one time that this, uh, one of my bosses said I was 10 minutes late. I came in, he was an asshole by the way, but like he, he said I was 10 minutes late. I was like, I was literally one minute late. And he was like, how are you going to tell me? I was like, how are you going to tell me? I was like, you can check the clock in right now. And we were in front of like five of my like coworkers yeah. so he the clock in and I was one minute late. And he was like, he was like, you're lucky. He's like, you're lucky you got off this time. I was like, bro, what's your problem? And he was like, he was like, excuse me. I was like, bro, what's your problem? Like, you literally just called me out in front of all these employees. Like, you could have just pulled me to the side. He was like, I could do whatever the fuck I want. And I was like, bro, you're not going to talk to me like that. He's like, yes, I am. If you want to work here. And I was like, bro, I quit. So I walked out that day and I never came back. That, that That's probably the worst place I ever walked. I ever worked at. What is, I'm sorry. I have to ask. What's the name of the restaurant? Um, It's Over the Top Burger. It's called over the over top the, burger. Over the top. See, I don't even know them. They yeah, it's, it, it, I'm not gonna lie. Their food was pretty bust. Like their food was pretty good. <laughs> the tips were nice, but nah, it wasn't worth it, bro. But you see, you know, some people, and it sucks because they really do feel like money is the, is all knowing, which we've been trained that way, but it's really not. I couldn't work there even if I had a family to feed. I don't think I could. I could battle. I've through seen this. people, and I understand circumstance, and I don't like to be that dude because I understand like you got to do what you got to do sometimes. But I have seen people at jobs that are replaceable. Like what I don't get is like, it, it's not like you were the head of a firm. Like, bro, mm-hmm. if you work for a restaurant, you can get another restaurant job. That's like, even if it takes you two weeks and you still got to work, then you can apply. Like, 
I've seen people get called out of their fucking name at work, like bitch at work, and they're just, you feel me? Yeah. <sighs> okay. And I'm like, yo, you not, bro. I know me, I'm walking, I'll never come back. I will never come back. A lot of jobs when I didn't like the job, what I would do is I would let y'all think I'm coming into work and I oh, no. never come back. Bro, I'm literally, and this sucks, I'm the king of no two-week notice, bro. I've never <laughs> put in And I've worked at like five different restaurants, bro. Yeah. Never have I ever noticed. For me, the shitty jobs, I'm like, I'm not giving y'all the courtesy of a two-week notice. Fuck you. This I'll never bad. do that. Yeah, I'm never, I'm just like, never coming back. <laughs> My phone's getting blown up messages hey kev man I, I hope everything's okay dude you know yeah. we're, we're expecting you in today we haven't heard anything but uh, if you could just let me know if you're coming in or not block that oh y'all busy my bad <laughs> right, that's crazy fuck around go eat at the restaurant <laughs> i've actually never done that i never eat at the places i quit at oh yeah same i like people be trying to give me like pf chains like you should come i'm like i don't want to see none of them hoes again like that place gives me ptsd why would i go eat in that environment like ew Man, Eric, what's the worst job you ever worked, man? Bro, I was working at Discount Tire. And, bro, like, y'all see all the lifted trucks that we got out in Georgia, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, basically, all I did was change tires. And it, they were strict, boy. Like, it was, like, 15 minutes. You need to change, mount, balance, four tires. And, like, let's keep this shit going. Wait, 15 minutes, though? Four yeah. tires? Yeah. Takes bro. me about an hour to change one. They thought they would. They thought y'all was a pit crew or something, huh? Bro, like... Yeah, niggas coming that bitch like NASCAR. Bro, back hurting, sore as hell. Bro, I felt like I was 30. I felt like I was in my 40s every day, bro. I was That's like, so no crazy. Reason. Getting paid. How, I mean, much, how much were they paying you guys? Dude, I was only getting paid 12 an hour. Oh, nah. Yeah. So that's when I was like, all right, I need to figure out something else. So that's when I went to Subaru because they, get, they paid me by the hour and I got paid for whatever job I did on top of that. Oh, so it's nice. It's nice that you, you mess with Subaru. Yeah. So like before I was getting paid by the hour that I was there and then like a mountain balance of four tires that paid like an hour and a half. So I have a whole hour and a half to do it. And they're going to pay uh, me for that job on top of what I'm there for. And so say, cause I, I don't know, honestly, I don't know how long it takes to mount and do four tires, but like if you get an hour and a half for four tires, what, when you're finished with that, do you get like, Say it takes 15 minutes. Do you get the rest of that time off? Like, yeah. Oh, well, wow. I mean, if you want to, like, now I just get paid by the job. So basically, okay, if I get a tired job, right, and that's an hour and a half, but it only takes me 30 minutes, I made an hour and a half. Mm, so you can just get on to the next project. Yeah. So that's basically, cool. like, how efficient can you be? Nice. That's I nice. like that. Uh Damn, that sounds crazy, man. You really were NASCAR pit crew. As hey, um, but I do got to get out in a minute because my family's here. Oh, do you really? Yeah, mm. in a minute. Well, probably 1040. Yeah, I was going to say the worst job I worked was a moving company, bro. I was outside in the heat, dead summer. My first job, my hands were bleeding. Like, we lift so much different stuff. My hands were literally bleeding. Like, I had cuts. And I just knew that summer I worked three jobs. And I just knew. Oh, I had oh you're talking about home team, right? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I literally I, I worked I worked one home team job so I came down here with him for vacation and he was like bro one of my homeboys called out for the home team I this is like literally five minutes me off the plane like off the plane tired as hell he's like bro just do this one home team job with us and we're good 
bro i that that's the day i realized i will never ever be a mover for as long as i live bro like moving honestly is probably the single worst worst thing to do off the plane right off the plane i told patrick hey man this would be easy job man don't you worry about it we get i got 20 bucks for it Slow. Oh hell no! I didn't even get the rest of my money for it. I still haven't got the rest Jamarcus of that money. Demarcus still oldest man. What is it? Thirty five. But I know Demarcus when it when it slimed me out the money. So nah, he wouldn't. But all right, since Patrick's about to have to go soon, uh, I'm gonna shoot some questions at you real quick, Eric. I just to hear your quick thoughts. How do you have you heard about NFTs? Yeah. How do you feel about those? Yes, no. Yeah, bro. That's definitely like could mm-hmm. be the future of investing, and especially. It's good to be invested into the cryptocurrencies because a lot of people are using the cryptocurrencies to buy the NFTs. Mm. So like Ethereum goes hand in hand with some of the NFTs. So it makes right. sense to just be in those cryptocurrencies as well. Facts, facts. Yeah, for those who don't know, NFTs, non-fungible tokens, do your research. They're like displays of anything, visual, audio that are encrypted with like blockchain. Stuff Maybe like that. random shit too. Yeah, even random ass shit. Last one, I think the highest one sold for $70 million. Um, how do you feel? Do you feel like inflation is happening? Of course. It's always, yeah. you can't stop it. That's Especially like after COVID primarily though, do you feel like it's about to get bad? Even worse. I feel like there's a market crash coming, to be honest with you. Okay. Another yeah, no, same, same, same. That'll be the best time to invest though. Yes. So yeah. get your money ready. Absolutely. How do you, what is the, what are your biggest advice for people who are just starting? What would that be? Do your own research, mm. get hold of your emotions and don't look at everybody else's gains so like if you're only making ten dollars yo you made ten dollars so it may not be like yo he made a thousand that's fine you made ten dollars dog you profited take it don't be greedy and don't just greedy. slow like and steady it's a marathon that's spring mm-hmm. bro how do you feel about billionaires you feel like we should have them or do you feel like it's it's a no bro, i don't get why people be hating on them they did what they had to do like base those elon people get mad but trump that well, he ain't paying taxes learn to play the game there's a very nice. game that's being played right now that they have mastered so instead of hating on them let's learn how to play that shit, shit. Yeah, i gotta butt in and just say that billionaires are needed as much as people hate them and the thing is a lot i just gotta go on this quick small tangent i think go ahead go ahead. snap patrick go ahead a lot, of, a lot of the billionaires that we know like bezos uh-huh. and elon and all these stuff like I don't know why people think they're stealing money when basically they did nothing but double down on themselves. Like Bezos, like I, all y'all know, Bezos's yearly salary is eighty thousand. The only reason he's making as much money as he is is because he has like shares, like fifty million shares. shares. And they're and like Amazon. taxes. I'm like, if he doesn't pull out his fucking shares, he doesn't get taxed, guys. Bro, if, if if Amazon went to zero today, Jeff Bezos would be us. He'd be us. If he, if, but I mean, he probably has his money set. He's probably smart with his money, yeah. obviously. If he had all his money that he still had in there, but that's that, that's how I feel about billionaires. They're needed. Needed, but. especially a free capitalistic world allows for billionaires. It's Easy. a communist world or a socialistic world that doesn't allow for it. So yeah. people got to be, and we all use their fucking products. So I'm like, be a little grateful. You you feel me? A little, a yeah. little bit. We can that, whole, that whole boycott Amazon, like, you must be stupid. Y'all <laughs> you think I'm finna uh, freaking boycott two-day shipping? Hell yeah. no. You got yeah. me. Act, he's about to go into space, and I see a petition starting. I peep not it. Bring him back from yeah. The- they, uh, now people people been talking about like what? Wait, not bringing him back? Yeah, they're like, yo, keep him in space. I'm like, Jeff what? Bezos, keep the nigga yeah. at space. 
Yes. And then he would yeah, probably, he would like honestly, probably end up building a whole society on the moon. For real, bro. Like that's like that's the type of dude he. But now nah, people would people were joking around. They talking about some. Look at him. He's going back home. Like <laughs> I do think some of these billionaires though really are wired differently. Like don't strive no, to but be. But the thing is, think of it Gates. like this. It's Look impossible. at Rockefeller. It's simple. They're simple business models. A gap in the economy and needed something that's needed or wanted heavily. And you just supply it, bro. You figure out a way to supply it. But it's it. also, they're also basically, a lot of their money is based off pure luck. Like, obviously they're geniuses, but yeah. to accumulate $180 billion, that takes a substantial amount of luck. I will, I will say this though, I, my one point for people who are looking at them and, and how they got there, I would tell everyone though, they all started with some form of capital beforehand. Elon yeah. Musk is the co-founder of PayPal, guys. Without yep. that, he doesn't get Tesla. Rockefeller nope. was doing what he was doing. He was working a shitty ass job just to build that little amount of capital to allow them. So whatever you do, do if you're a nail tech, fucking nine to five, whatever you do, do, make sure you have a capital set aside that, so that you can pursue something to the fullest extent. Because a lot of people, the, the, the gap in between people's dreams, a lot of times is just what you're financially able to do at that moment. If you can't commit, you can't produce. Those exactly. who can commit will produce, even if the idea is worse than yours. You feel me? Privatization of space, nigga. A five-year-old could have thought of that. There should be a business that goes to space other than fucking a government organization like NASA. Elon just had the capital to do it. You don't. Exactly. Right. And even, and even like people, don't, people fail to realize it's really hard and it's very like nerve-wracking to think about it. But if you present the right idea to people that have the capital, Fundraising. They will give you the money if you're confident enough that you're going to make that money back. And if you, you know what I mean, that's exactly what Jeff Bezos did. Mm -hmm. His mom and dad gave him $250,000 for Amazon. I mean, I'm pretty sure they got that $250,000 back. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I, I, I think you they know? got that $250,000. So it's like, just believe in yourself. Absolutely. What, I, in it. Absolutely. Oh. Another oh, thing. Do you want to say something, Eric? Go ahead. No, what was you about to say, Kev? I was just going to ask you another question. Where's one, two, three investments headed? What, what can we look forward to in the near future? I got a whole new page starting up. So it's going to be a whole different vibe coming. I That's why it. I haven't been posting on it. Because I, I got a whole that. different thing I'm trying to start with. Say less. Let us know if we can help in any way, man. You know, I love to I love to participate what people do. I think what you have is dope. You're the one page. Every time someone asks me about investing, I tell them, go look at this. He From the first video all the way to the last one. If you watch all those, you even taught me shit I ain't know. If you watch all those, you have the, the knowledge at least to be confident when you go in. Yo. And start putting your money places versus just listening to me or listening to your friends say, hey, bro, put money in this. Like, you end up, you're not going to be confident, bro. You're just going to be swinging at the, the, the stars and shit, so. I'll send y'all the link because I already have the page up. It's just not completed yet, but I'll let y'all look at it. I'll send y'all in the DMs. I'll All right, say less, bro. Yeah, I, for sure, do to. that. I love to. And then favorite type of investing? Dividends, bro. Put your money in and you get paid for putting your money there, bro. That shit is, that shit is awesome. Okay, and you just right. let it sit in compound. This is fair. Your money is making money on itself. Compound okay. interest. I'm so glad you said that. Compound interest is the single most important thing in investing. Dang, Once you have bro. compound interest, you're set for life. Yeah. Literally. Like right now, I only got paid a dollar eighty. But ten yeah. years now, that shit might be a thousand a month. Oh and my that's god. That's a bill. That's your rent. That you ain't that's gotta work about. That's nice. That's a fact. Um, I would say 
Oh, I was going to say, um, for those watching you, you and you too, you should look at a guy named Jake Tran. He does a whole, like, I watch Jake Tran. You put me on. Uh, okay, I love his videos, man. He literally talked about dividends. He has a whole episode dedicated to that and how dividends are helping these billionaires become even richer because they just the money's just staying there. They're paying themselves, and yeah, and you know, it's I'm a higher paying savings account, mm-hmm. and you're building equity on the company if the stock price goes up. So yeah. it's like, it and most companies are gonna have dividends because they have too much money. Like here, you're already invested with us. Absolutely, here's like, a payout. So like even. If you're gonna, if you want to invest in real estate, right, and you mm-hmm. can't buy a real estate property, invest in a REIT because yep. what they have to do, they have to legally pay back ninety percent of what they make back to the shareholders. Wow, they I give you, the, yeah, they're giving you the biggest, some of the biggest dividend payments. I can't wait to go back and watch this again because I'm gonna learn something when I when I go back and watch this. I, oh, another question, real estate, real quick. How do you feel about real estate? Are you planning to get? I'm assuming everyone in here is planning on getting real estate at some point. In their life. At some point in my life, for sure. Yeah. Sure. Right now, I just want an apartment that I can rent out. But soon, I do want to start investing into real estate. But for now, I just don't want to worry about having to renovate and find someone to like uh, rent out to. Yeah. So I, first, I want to get my money right to be able Absolutely. to market and stuff, and then yeah. definitely tap into real estate. Yeah, I'll Here say this: this, yeah. Yeah, I have a friend. I have a friend who just graduated college. One year out of college, is buying his first house, Damn. his first piece of property. And I'll say he says he's going to teach me a lot of tricks. I've heard, and I, I kind of already know. There's a ton of tricks to buying real estate. You know, a lot of times people think, oh, you got to have all the money up front. No, you don't. You got to have the down payment, oh. and you got to have a method to pay that that monthly mortgage. And if you can find a way to do that, whether it's buying an apartment complex that's a couple units, it's $400,000, getting a bank loan, and then having the renters pay the mortgage off, there's tons of methods to do that. So there's definitely a lot of research that you have to do when buying your first house. Don't just go into like, oh, yeah, I want to buy my first house because you'll spend much more than you actually have to. Also, and and for a fact, like you got to do it in places that are developing. I would never tell you to go buy a piece of property in New York. It's probably at its highest value that it'll ever be because people are moving out of New York. That's just a fact. I would tell you go buy a place in Texas because Texas seems to be the new booming place that all the companies are moving to. You know where else? You know where else you could buy a place in? Well, Gwinnett County. Chico. I got literally, I turned the corner and there's a new project everywhere I go. Every single. Did they finish the Amready? They finished my racetrack and the. They finished Andretti, bro. When you come back, bro. There's so much. Like they they built new they built new apartments near the Brave Stadium. More they built new apartments next to the mall. Wow. Um, Building houses right across. You know what's coming next, guys? What? Skyscrapers and businesses. I'm telling you. Market now, not now, but ten years from now, when I when we are having our first kids, there'll be skyscrapers at Gico. And yeah, we'll Lawrenceville, tell, mm-hmm. Lawrenceville or Buford is going to be the next mini ATO. Absolutely. And it's shit. It's not too far. Like there's going to be a point in time, maybe when we die, we're from Atlanta to GCO, it'll be straight skyscrapers. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's definitely expanding too. So like, even if you don't want property, like dead set in the middle, middle of Gwinnett, go on the outskirts. Cause Gwinnett is just going to keep expanding. And yeah. Absolutely. On that property. That's, that's that thinking ahead. And they keep hating on the G car and it's got to stop the commute. The little commute to Atlanta, though, that's a great place to buy property, bro. You got the commute to Atlanta, the commute to Athens, it's whatever you want, bro. So Mm -hmm. we're really in the the podcast, the home of G Co. 
Yes, yeah, but, uh, Patrick, I know you got to get going. Eric, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, this Eric, was a long really, time was, coming. Nah, thank y'all for having me, bro. This was dope. Definitely Easily the most education. This has to be the most educational one we've done. I can say, I can say this wholeheartedly. This, this was for everyone we interviewed. I apologize, but this was my favorite one. This is oh, my this favorite. is your favorite one, Patrick. I gotta say, this is my favorite one. <laughs> this is to me. This is my most important one. Really? Because pre prior to this, it would have been maybe Tamia's or someone else's as far as finance could be talked like foreign exchange with her. But this one is so important because it's like, Brad, it, a lot of our friends don't know much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is just kind of a scramble of, bro, these are all the things you need to be Googling and figuring out. Because if you can figure it out now, you can be set 15 yes. years down the line. If you're just thinking about this at 27, you're years behind, bro. Bro, yeah. and like one quick one quick thing read bro like i hate reading but there's so much information in the libraries bro go buy a book bro like i hated reading i i hate it but i've yeah. read the most books i've ever read in this past year go yeah, read i agree i agree i got one with me right now ah hell yeah bro. Hell yeah. go read invest in yourself man invest in your yeah. reinvent and reinvest in yourself bro Whatever it is that you failed at or wasn't able to do, put back into it, man. Because when you reap those benefits, man, all it takes is one. Mm -hmm. Literally, all it takes is one. One time for something to pay off for you to change change your whole out, out scope of life. So, For sure. But I appreciate you, Eric. Yeah, oh, I'm definitely going to send you the link.